Bats are cool. Okay. Okay. So they're cool. They are cool. The more you learn about them, the more amazing it gets. Hello, my name is Kashka and welcome to Plant Voices podcast from Tapewood Community Garden, where we tell local stories about gardening, food, nature and climate change. Keeping with Halloween season, today we find out why bats are indeed cool. Here is a recording of a conversation I had with our local Batman, David Martin, earlier this autumn, before a bat walk he led at our community garden. We talked about bats found in the area, how to eavesdrop on them, their importance and the ways that we can help them in our gardens. We're here at the Tapewood Community Garden, uh, waiting for our battle walk to begin. And I'm sitting here with our guide. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm David Martin. I'm part of the Tayside Bat Group. And what is the reason you got interested in bats? We were looking for a, a species to study, actually, at the university to introduce students to um, some genomic technologies. And one of the species we looked at were bats, and then just got more and more interested in them. Earlier this summer, you recorded bat calls at Tapewood Community Garden over a period of a week or two by installing an automated recording device. Can you tell us why? It's difficult to actually see bats because they come out at night. And they're quite elusive. Sometimes Some of them are quite rare. And they can be around where you are without you noticing them because you're obviously tucked up in bed and you're not looking. They travel silently to us. We'll come on to that later, I'm sure. So we put up a recording device that will record sounds, not just what we can hear, but right the way into the ultrasonic range where bats are using sound to both find their way around and to communicate to each other. Okay. And different bat species have different squeaks. Okay, and so you can tell which bat is which from just the absolutely. sound. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, some species are very easy to tell, others are much harder but we can get an idea of which types of bats are in this area. Okay, so what did you find um, in these summer recordings? We found lots of pipistrelles. So there are two species of pipistrelle, the common pipistrelle, and that's actually less common in Scotland than the soprano pipistrelle. And okay. um, so we found both those pipistrelle species here in the Tapeport Community Garden. That's very exciting. Can you tell me a little more about the bat species, these pipistrelles? Yes, yeah, certainly. The They're the them. smallest of bats. Okay, they're about five to seven grams as a fully grown adult. So really, you can fit one in a matchbox. They're, they're, they're that small. But they're voraciously hungry. Now, if you don't like midges, then you will love bats because a wee pipistrelle bat, even though it's so tiny, eats about 3,000 midges a night to get the energy to keep going. That's pretty amazing. I love them already. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so you'll find them anywhere, pretty much where you've got some, some trees and you've got midges, gnats, whatever. That's Pipistrelle's hunting ground. They'll fly a long way. They can fly sort of 40 kilometers a night. So once they find oh, a wow. good feeding ground, yeah, they'll, they'll, come and, um, they'll, they'll come and eat. Actually, they fly a lot further than that when they're migrating. But, uh, but for the, but just for, the feeding? Yeah, or, feeding. Or the they'll fly yeah. to lots of places. They'll pass through, take your midges away, and uh, go on somewhere else and eat more. Mm, cool. And it, all in the night, so you don't have to be bothered by them? Absolutely. Brilliant. I read there's 10, uh, that 10 out of 17 of UK bats. C 
can be found in Scotland. Is there any other species that you'd be able to uh, hear or see around the Tapeworth area? Well, we definitely know that there are natura's bats in Pensmuir. Okay. So uh, they've been well studied actually um, over over the last uh, few years, looking at how they feed, where they live, and so on. We'd also expect to find the bats that are common um, in the uh, Dundee and Tayport, you know, Tayside area. So that would be Dorbenton's bats, okay. mentioned natura's bats, but also brown long-eared bats. Okay, so quite a few. Yes. So so, so there's at least five species, and we're always these new bat recorders that we're starting to use will give us the chance to, instead of having to be physically present, we can actually try and track down more species. There's one species we're actually trying to find in Tayside. We think should be here, but we haven't found it yet. What is the mystery species? It's the Methusius pipistrelle. Methusius? So, yes, so, okay. so it, it's like the, uh, the other two pipistrelles, but about twice the size. And it's been seen in Aberdeenshire, it's been seen in Lanarkshire, so we're in between. It should be here, but we haven't found it yet. Well, hopefully we can help with uh, putting some more bat detectors up. Absolutely. This isn't really prime Methusius uh, territory, though. Where would you expect them? You expect them really on, on areas of open water. So you're looking for, for locks and uh, slow-moving rivers, so that kind locks, of area. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. there. That would be a good place. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you said that bats use the sound they produce to navigate, so yeah. to see, basically, and also they talk to each other. Absolutely. And you said that you can't really hear, normally you can't really hear the bats. No. How do you make them audible to our ears? Well, here I've actually got three different types of ways that we can detect it. We've got three bat detectors. Um, I've got one form here, and this, well, there aren't any bats around at the moment, so you won't be able to hear this because it's mm -hmm. still daylight. This is what we call a, a, um, a time expansion bat detector. It takes the sound that the bats are making and slows it down. And by slowing it down, it brings it down into the frequencies we hear. If you remember those old vinyl records, if you played them at too slow a speed, it sounds very okay. slow. Well, we do that to the bats okay. and then you, you can hear them. Um, so that's one type of detector. That's sounding really silly. Yeah. <laughs> and the other, t the, the other really common and cheap one that we have here is a uh, heterodyne detector. Oh, that sounds very fancy. It, it, it is a bit fancy. Think when you're going along on a train or some such and you see a fence and behind it there's another fence and it looks like the posts start to make patterns so they get darker and lighter. Okay. So you get this kind of spread out pattern. So even though the fence posts are really close together, you start to get dark and light as you look along it and that, that moves. That's essentially what a um, heterodyne does. It plays a high frequency mm -hmm. and what you then hear is the difference between that frequency and what the bats are doing. So you have to tune this in to the kind of bat you're looking for. Okay, and so it doesn't record everything. Uh, yeah, it does, it won't catch everything, time. unlike the uh, time expansion ones. The time expansion ones are a bit more uh, expensive. But it lets you, these are very common, very cheap and easy to use. You just dial it to the, the kind of bat you're looking for and hopefully you'll hear that. Okay. So we'll be using, I've got several of these for us to use tonight. Cool. And the third one, and um, this isn't really a detector per se, but this is a microphone. Okay. So this is a, an ultrasonic microphone that I can plug into my mobile phone. Oh, right. And there's an oh, app on my cool. phone that with this microphone, because the microphones on your mobile phone, they'll only go up to audible frequencies. Mm -hmm. There's no point 
they're like, they've probably got filters on there that will stop you hearing the ultrasound because it kind of makes your normal pop songs and so on sound not so good. So this microphone doesn't have those filters on. We can record that sound and then we can play it back, slow down and listen for bats, but we can also look at the shape of the sound. We can look at the frequencies in there and from that we can tell the bats. I'll be doing a little bit of that tonight okay, if, if we see some bats. That's really cool. I hear that all bats in Scotland are protected, which must mean they're in trouble. What are the main threats to the bats? The main threat really is where they can roost, where they can live and their food source. The bats like lots of insects. Different bats will feed on different types of insects. We get different insects growing on different plants. So we have to grow the right kind of plants, have the right kind of environment if you want that kind of bat. Okay, so that you can do quite a lot in your own garden, I guess, to yeah, actually, feed the right insects. Actually, yes, and most of it's by doing less. So don't right. chop down the dodgy branches off trees. As trees get older, they get better and better for bats. There's nooks and crannies appear, bits of ivy, bits of rotting things that will lead to bugs growing. Those are all great for bats. Fantastic. Less work is certainly a good thing for gardeners. I can see that people are starting to arrive. Our chat was unfortunately interrupted by people arriving for the bat walk. We had a truly amazing turnout of over 60 adults and children and everyone had a great time bat detecting in the dark. We are definitely going to do this again, so keep an eye out for future bat events on our Facebook page. In the meantime, if you would like to learn more about UK's bats and how to make your garden bat friendly, visit Bat Conservation Society website at www.bats.org.uk. And I will leave you with sounds of a soprano pipistrelle we heard on our heterodyne bat detectors on the night. Thank you for listening to the Plant Voices podcast. For more Tapeworld Community Garden stories and for information on how to get involved, visit our website on www.tapeworldgarden.org.